Welcome to the Sunken City Fantasy Project podcast, hosted by No Sports. That is me, Brian, and my co-host, Joel. That's me. Hey, what's up? It's a show where we talk fantasy sports and our lives in fantasy, through fantasy, about fantasy, and with fantasy. And today we have a fantasy guest. It is a local football coach. Yeah. And more importantly to our show, a fantasy football enthusiast. Please also give important. a yeah, please give a warm welcome. God damn it. I knew I couldn't get through the without plugins on the uh, please give a warm welcome to our guest today, Kyle Conwell. How are you, Yay! Kyle? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Uh we're going, I guess. Um, thank you for being on. We really appreciate it. So I'm to understand you are a fantasy enthusiast, yes? Yes. Yeah, I've been playing in the first year I played was about 2006. As like a sophomore in high school, so been playing oh, for. Yeah. So was who was the six? top pick when yeah. you were playing <laughs> back in two thousand six? Because that's before when I was even playing. Who was like <laughs> the guy you were like? I gotta have him. Do you remember? Oh. Like Ladanian Tomlinson or something? Yeah, he was up there. Um, I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. Right. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I could remember. I don't know. Um. So wait, that was 16 years ago. Yeah, like 16. Yeah, it's a long time. We can move. Holy. Back to it. Well, I, I mean, I'm just trying. Now I'm thinking because when I came in, it was like Calvin Johnson. So what what year was that? 2009. Eight, nine. Yeah. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Yeah. OK, yeah. My 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 memory would not go back that far on fantasy. So, <laughs> yeah. who Like, yeah. Who would who would have been the stud back then? Sean Alexander, probably. I think. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, probably Sean Alexander back in the day. Uh, I'm often forgotten about running back. Um, so what got you into fantasy football? Because uh, clearly the players weren't drawing the attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've just, I've played football all my life. And, you know, when uh, just watching the NFL, just like thought it'd be fun. A lot of my buddies on the high school football team were talking about it. So they kind of just wrote me into it and, Kind of just fell in love with it, so oh yeah. So, so it's a way for you to just like kind of like stay connected to the sport, and I guess also keep in touch with your buddies. Yeah, tight man, tight. Um, How often do you win these leagues? Like, are you do you tend to win often? Are you like a struggle busting guy? Like once every seven years you win one. Uh, no, I'm actually decent, I guess. Well, my mine and my brother's league. That's the longest one I've been in, like consistently. Probably about 10, 12 years now. Um, I think I've won, I've won that one four times. And I'm always like, oh, I've never missed the playoffs. So I'll say that. But Damn, that's in pretty 10 good years, <laughs> In 10 years, you won it four times. So 40% of the time <laughs> you win and 100% of the time you go to the playoffs. So, so calm and quiet. Yeah, God, you said that you was your brother's that. league, but that's your league, clearly. <laughs> clearly. And the fa- first off, the fact that you've been playing in the same league with a person for 10 years is also incredible. Yeah. It's very hard to come by. Last, last year, I lost to my dad. Uh, I mean, if you're going to lose, that's a good one. I don't know. I think it's worse. The man that drafted two defenses, two kickers. And- uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> it's because Jamar Chase last year with that 55-point game, he, you know, the two-week-long playoff, he had the 50 50- – a 55 point game and had such a big cushion. Like I killed him the next week, but he had such a huge cushion that it, I couldn't make up the gap. Terrible. Uh, oh, my bitter loss. It happens <laughs> in fantasy. Um, so how many leagues are you in beyond your, uh, your family familial league there? Um, normally I'm in about three this year. I'm in four. Okay, damn. So for over a decade and a half, you have averaged around three leagues, three, four leagues yeah. a year. Two to three, yeah. Uh, this year I got roped into a, a fourth one that was unexpected. And yeah, that, that league's not doing so hot. Nah, I mean, you know, I, that's kind of the, how I, I like to play it. I like to do multiple leagues because I can play the odds. And at least, you know, if, if one league's I'm eating shit, you know, there's at least two or three other leagues I can be like, yeah, pat on the back. I'm, do, I'm doing all right. <laughs> 
I know what I'm doing in at least two of these leagues. Um, So uh, overall, you're clearly playing fantasy this year. uh, Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the show. But uh, what are your kind of just thoughts on this year fantasy wise, just to kind of get us all caught up and on the same page? So, you know, Joel and I figured this has been a a pretty historically bunk year for fantasy purposes. So but what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I would I would agree. This has been a weird one, if you ask me. Um, <clears throat> I think like it's been hard to find, like, figure out who like the stud is. I feel like it's like every week there's like someone else, you know, especially among like running backs. He's absolutely right with that because yeah. you have some like Dalvin Cook will boom for one, bust for three. Josh Jacobs has hit boom for three, bust for four. Derrick Henry's up and down. It has been a rough year overall. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, if it hasn't been injuries, uh, the emergence of several rookies has been another big part of that. But um, y- yeah, it just seems like it, it's RIP, my it's boy. Week Hall. by week, there's like a new uh, flavor of the week, if you will, for sure in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like there was, uh, it, and it's been fun. Like uh, at the beginning of the year, oh, what, 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 who were we looking at? Um, uh, Sun God and Swift, uh, little, little lions, like people. <laughs> People thought the Lions stood a chance at the beginning of the year. I'm on Raw, Sant Brown. And DeAndre Swift will carry us to 10 wins. And it's like, nah, nah. they might, they might for DeAndre Swift, but maybe, maybe I'm on Ross and Brown will get you enough points each week. But yeah. Yeah. So cool. So you, you, you were in agreement with us that this year has been a, a pretty bunk year as far as like, getting any consistency getting any like floor beneath you as far as like being able to make week to week predictions so um with that how are you doing in your three to four leagues or are you still looking at the playoffs now because i mean we're getting into playoff territory now (laughs) some people are locking in um yeah my the big league that i'm paying attention to the most this year i'm what four and six right now, so not not too hot there. Um, you need a lot of wins. Yeah, <laughs> praying for some wins. Um, in my brother's league, like my my brother's league, I second place in my division, six and four. Right. So, okay, looking at a playoff spot there. My other ESPN league, I am second place in my division. They're also six and four. Okay. Right, I'm so about that about the same across the board too. Yeah, I'm literally about six and four in almost every league as well. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, again with the consistency, I haven't been able to find any consistency. It's been very frustrating. Mm. Yeah, um, I have a, a general smatting. I'm in five leagues, and it ranges from seven and three in the league I'm doing best in. That's the one I'm with Joel in, and it goes all the way to like a, a money league that I've been. <laughs> three and seven ends so like there's a i'm i think i might be a game or two above 500 but man yeah i'm not i'm i'm thankful to be hovering around 500 at this point in the, the season with how it's been um especially in two leagues just to catch you up on where i stand i had a first pick in two leagues so i ended up with jonathan taylor in mm. multiple leagues finally he showed up this yeah. week yeah. but it took yeah. A lot of weeks for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Final, finally. A lot of weeks. Um, it, things are turning around. So, but that just kind of goes to show, like, again, we, we several of us who had the first round uh, pick thought that Jonathan Taylor was clear, hands down, the number one pick. And I mean, he's still got room here at the end of the season to like drag us to the playoffs. But like, man, I, I, he's definitely going to be like squeezing us in here at the back end. And I'm not a fan <laughs> of that. So, um. Yeah. How, how how do your teams look? Where did you end up kind of drafting in, in some of your leagues? Were you, were you kind of like getting a lot of early picks or middle of the pack guy or end of the end of the the snake line? end snake ball? Was, uh, one of my drafts, I was what second to last, but the other two, I was like right in the middle. In the the main one that so it's another co- like a we got coaches at. My school, like all of his coaches, got in the league. That's kind of what I'm paying attention to the most. I was, oh yeah, that's the bragging right ones for yeah. sure. <laughs> I was the uh, second to last pick, but I managed to scoop up Cooper Cut in that one, which was great. Until <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. How many teams are in this league? Um, eight. 
Hey, okay, so you got Cooper Cup second to last, so you got him sixth, all right? Seventh. Seventh, okay. Ah, I'm kind of surprised, but, like, I I guess so in an eight-team league. Did did Kelsey go before him by any chance? I don't believe so, no. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. Well, that's cool that you got him, like, that late, man. Uh, Cooper seems like he was across the board, like, a top-five pick. Oh, and every week you did your projection standings, he was consistently – Mm-hmm. A guy that was in the top five. So, yeah, he was yeah. absolutely worth those first-round picks. Yeah. So um, what what is your draft preference? Do you, like, prefer to stay middle of the pack? Yeah, I like the middle of the pack just because the the consistency in which you pick, you know. Especially, like, four that. or five. Like, you're picking every, you know, what is that, every, like, ten picks instead of waiting forever. That's true. Yeah, I find I find that um, if I'm drafting in the middle, I, I can be a little bit more reasonable with my picks. Whereas if I'm drafting on the ends, it's you got to reach a little bit. <laughs> I got to reach a little bit like this. And again, in one of the year, one of the leagues I'm in, I uh, drafted Jonathan Taylor uh, first, and then on the way ass back end, I got <laughs> like Mark Andrews and Josh Allen. <laughs> so I by round four, I still didn't have a running back. Oh well, I'm sorry, <laughs> a, a decent wide receiver. So uh, yeah, it was. Um, it, it changes the strategy. I, I think I can do just about any draft territory well as long as I have time to like, I guess, mock a little bit. Uh, but yeah, no, dude, I generally appreciate the consistency of the middle of the middle of the draft pick. Um, yeah, so cool. I, I would say we're we're kind of caught up with each other. We we know where we stand fantasy wise. We're all doing, you know, pretty good. It's been a rough year, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially oh, us, up and down owners. Um, that's why down. I want to kind of start off with giving a huge shout out to the Colts. <laughs> this is this is uh, this has been weighing on me all season. Um, I'm not out of the it's not out of the picture that Jonathan Taylor was a bust for the season, uh, but he could be a league savior. He could be a uh, get me to the playoff and through the playoff savior yet to be determined. But what a weird, fun turnaround to have midseason for a team like that, especially with some of the fantasy relevance. I, is, is there any fantasy relevance on that team other than Jonathan Taylor at this point, though? No, <laughs> general silence. No, <laughs> I mean uh, I'll be honest. so like Paris Campbell's gonna get his touches, uh, and he's gonna definitely put up at least his like floor of eight to nine, mm-hmm. which isn't terrible to have. Um, but really, no, not I wouldn't want any of anybody else. Um, Pittman again is the other one. That's like one of the two hours. They're same. They both have basically have the same floor every single week, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere between eight and ten. Uh, which isn't again not terrible, but not something you want. If that's your third wide receiver, you can kind of like hope and be like, yeah, he'll probably get what I need them to get as my third wide receiver. But uh, th- that's really going to be about it. Well, I guess with Matt Ryan back, because before well, Matt Ryan I- before Matt Ryan got benched. He had a pretty damn solid game. Um, not the one immediately before. before he that. was never the problem. It was always the offensive line. The offensive line was one of the worst in the league. They literally were just letting him get hit. He's old as shit. Like, yeah, he's a former MVP. Great. Yeah, cool. That one time forever ago. But, like, he's old. He doesn't need to be getting hit like that. It looked like back when Andrew Luck was back there. Getting slapped <laughs> around. Can't have yeah. that. Can't have that. Uh, do you think the coaching – Obviously, I, first the off, coaching doesn't affect like, a off, player's ability, I, I guess. But. No, and they rallied around Jeff Saturday. I'm not going to knock him as a coach and say he didn't do well his first time. He clearly knows what the hell he's doing for the most okay. part. I just don't think that this is sustainable. Yeah, I'm not th- going to. I don't think they're going to win six more games. I think that's the answer I was kind of fishing for. Um, I think it's always fun when a new uh, system gets rolled out, a new coach comes into play, a new player comes yeah. in. Yeah, because it's uh, fun shakes a- it up. Opposing teams don't know what to. A plan for and that seems to have worked pretty well this year what do you think kyle as a defensive coordinator like how do you feel about that yeah do you agree do you disagree yeah i don't think um but the coaching is going to really affect fantasy too much i mean they they do they'll change it up a little bit but yeah i don't i don't think it can have a big impact okay good that's helpful good to know Coach gets fired. Don't sweat it too much, players. Be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, well, it might least, be better. 
at least in regard to the Colts, um, I think Jonathan Taylor has the volume to still be potentially fantasy relevant, not be a complete bust of yeah. your first round draft pick. God. If he can pull it in tight this last half of the season and be consistent throughout, it'd be like, all right, I weathered the storm of this shit, you know, but mm, right. again, how sustainable is this? Yeah. Well, cool. Um, yeah, that's. I really just wanted to give a shout out to the Colts and just uh, have a moment of not silence, the opposite of silence, where we cheer. And no, rejoice. round of applause. Yeah, round happy of applause for Jeff Saturday. Colts. I'm he very is undefeated as a coach right now. What undefeated. a fun story. And if yeah. you care about the story of sports, that has been a fun one to follow. Uh, let's hope um, if you have any fantasy pieces on the Colts that maybe Jeff can utilize them a little better. But as we just heard from a coach, like at this level, uh, man, you kind of are hoping, hoping the talent's really there beyond, beyond coaching schemes, you know, right. right. McAfee can play, uh, CMC can pay, play every position. He could probably coach too. He probably will coach at the end of his career. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, first off, just on a totally, because we, I don't know how we got to him real fast, but yeah, he'll coach, he'll play, oh, he'll perfect. run the special teams. He'll do the water <laughs> boy. He's also the GM. He, he also owns the team. Like, that dude does right. it all. Jack of all <laughs> trades, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I have him in a couple other leagues. He's fun. Too. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Um, Although I will say, if we're getting on that real right quick, I got to make one note. Uh, they the Shanahan wants to split carries between Mitchell and CMC, and either that's because he's gearing up for the playoffs where he only lets CMC run the ball in the playoffs, like in real life. But for fantasy, that fucking sucks. That As, sucks. <laughs> As yeah. a, a Mitchell owner, who's he's been eating up my IR spot on several benches. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm but, okay but, with having. But as a CMC owner, like you're gonna leagues. want to like, yeah, but like, who do you start? Who's gonna get the goal? Well, line you start here? CMC, and if you need well, I mean, to, you, you flex Mitchell. That's what you do. But you're you, you don't not start CMC. I mean, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. I agree. Because it, it's already been proven. If he's not starting at running back, he, shit, he might be starting at wide receiver or quarterback. And now they're and now they're throwing Debo out in the in the running back situation five, four or five times a game. You know, like that that's that eats up carries like crap. <laughs> yeah, Where what a team! What a team of that team is nothing but like flex players. They're all just flex players. <laughs> the San Francisco flexers. <laughs> Yeah, the the forty flexers. That's what they are. The San Francisco yeah. forty flexers. Well, they just all are, and I don't mean to like say that as like a, a level of fantasy no, it's production. Funny. I just mean like they all could like You're tight right. end, wide receiver, running all back, just them. fucking super flex. Maybe put them in. Ayuk is the perfect flex. <laughs> the San Francisco super flexers. Like there, you can add the word super, and you get a little bit. That's better. There it is. To it's got a t-shirt made. Um. Yeah. Uh. I, I don't really think we need to talk about the Saints much this week. I don't I want think, to. They yeah. don't deserve our love. We've kind of said what we've needed to say about them. It's it's been a disappointing season. Um, I'm I'm throwing into the category. Of let's just like burn it all down. Let's get what we can and scuttle the ship. Boom. As a um, Bucks fan, I'm a fan of that. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Oh, no, I was, I was fixing to ask anyway. Like, what's what's your position on local sports? Because beyond beyond just fantasy football, this is the Sunken City Fantasy Project. So it's kind of just like how fantasy affects us in the area of New Orleans. So, right. um, but yeah, what are, what are your positions on uh, local sports? Um, I, mean, I don't mind them. Like. <laughs> that makes it sound terrible. I don't mind them. Like, I, I feel the same way about the Saints. I don't mind them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also with the Bucks. I mean, obviously I'm rooting for the Saints to lose all the time, but like, I don't mind like compared to like the can't stand the Falcons. So as a Bucks fan, so like I'll, I'll root for the Saints here and there. I mean, I'm glad y'all took Jameis Winston off our hands. So thank you for that. <laughs> um with with that question have you ever found that like um your fandom influences your fantasy or or are you kind of beyond that do you like having like tom brady or (laughs) julio you like no that's (laughs) or are you smarter smart enough to be like i can pass on them i would like to think it's not but if you look at my rosters i do have several buccaneers on there but it's like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Like, I can't, like, they're just good players. I can't ignore that, right? Like, I don't have to have them, but I'm sitting right there. I'm probably going to lean towards them. 
Yeah, I feel you. I have Michael Thomas <laughs> in a couple leagues, so uh, not not quite as uh, uh as rough on my end there or on your end there as me. Uh, but that yeah, I, is, I get what you're saying. There I is just it. there's talent there, you know. He's yeah. Scrooge McDuck, bro. He's just diving in pits of money all the time, not doing shit. Yeah. I hate him. Um. Cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So we're we're okay. We don't mind local teams. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I know I know Kyle a little bit um, personally, and he's a hockey fan, so he follows hockey a lot, a lot Ooh. harder than most other sports. Yeah, that's who's, my second. That's my second favorite sport. So, uh, not to drift too far from fantasy, but who's who's your hockey team? Because I mean, they're they're pretty spaced out down here in the south. <laughs> well, I'm from Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Won a lot of championships down there in Tampa recently. Kyle's yeah. been living the life. Yeah, it's been, it's yeah. been fun. Not going to lie. Fuck, fuck the Panthers or whatever. Yeah, hey. no doubt. Fuck the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, uh, and back to the fantasy. I, uh, I On the same kind of note of the Colts performing, I had a, another victory by virtue of that. And something that I thought I was very scared this week, and I, I titled this kind of like segment uh, "Against All Odds." So I had a, a fantasy matchup where I was projected to lose by a pretty <laughs> alarming amount, and it was against a team like that was legit scary. Um, it still kind of is. So I just kind of want to show this to you on the Twitch stream here. The and my team is on the left, and my opponent's team is on the right. And somehow I pulled this one out. So he had Hertz, Barkley, Kamara, Cup, Metcalf, Kelsey, ATN, the Eagles, D, and Butker. And I had Al- Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Jeff Wilson, AJ Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Schultz, Terry McLaren, the Bills, and Myers. And I won pretty handedly. I basically flipped the projections. Um, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. I was very scared of this game. And so I want to throw this out to you guys. Have y'all ever had a, a situation like that this season or previous seasons where it was just like, shit, I am literally going up against like the all-star super team. I have no chance. And then you just completely flip the script. Um, Joel, I'll let you go first. If you would like give Kyle it, a second to think there. All right. So it wasn't me, but. I was basically managing my dad's team a few years back, and he was terrible. Like, he just didn't check rosters. He didn't know players. And I'm like, Dad, go pick up this person. Dad, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you win games. I help him squeak into the playoffs. He's in the final game, and he's projected to lose this championship by literally like 50 points. And he I, he's like, I don't know who to start. And I was like, throw in that Green Bay tight end. And uh, – he had Blake Bortles in garbage time throw up insane like 45-point game. And then whoever this tight – Richard Rodgers, that was his name. Richard Rodgers, the tight end, has one catch the whole game. And it's a 90-yard Hail Mary from Aaron Rodgers, and my dad wins a championship. So, like, that was, like, a, a good – for me, as like – I called it myself, like, the coordinator. Like, I was like, Dad, play these people. Do this. And then, like, he ended up winning. So it wasn't it wasn't me that did it, but I was on the team that helped. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You you undercutting the rest. I of will the ride my your dad's team. I will ride <laughs> my assistant. I will ride my assistant to the coach. Yeah, assistant to the regional manager to the I'm, team. I'm just gonna lump <laughs> that in the category of like husband and wife helping each other. It's just kind of like. Yeah. If you, if dad, you I don't know. Husband and wife are different because they at least can both pay attention. My dad is literally dumber than rocks. If I told dad we were watching a Twitch stream right now, he would literally be like, I don't even know what that is. What is a Twitch? <laughs> like, I'd be like, it's a computer thing. He's like, oh, I don't want to look at that. It's a computer. I don't want to get on that. Um, how about you, Kyle? Was there a time either this season or in previous where you overcame incredible odds fantasy-wise? Uh, definitely not this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I was surprised I'm by this one. I'm just getting my butt kicked. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I seem to be on the other end of, of those. Um, this year, um, the fantasy gods they do us all yeah. dirty sometimes. <laughs> I can't think of anyone recently that stands out to me, to be honest. Okay. 
There wasn't a, a year. Uh, I, you said you want to. You, you know, you win a fair amount of championships. So there wasn't a year where you just took a, a dog shit draft team and took them all the way. No, <laughs> no, I'm good at drafting. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I draft jerk. well and I build perfect teams over the year. It's all <laughs> it's how I win forty percent of the time, Brian. Hey, I know how to draft. That's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. Um, one 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 instance where I, I'm not going to say it wasn't it wasn't really an overcoming thing. It was just kind of a year where I I could smell all the good pieces when no one else could apparently. But I was in five leagues and I won four of them and I came in second in the fifth one. So like it was just a complete and utter domination for me one year. I was very happy with that year. It was twenty. It was the same year that LSU won its national championship with Burrow. So it was just like I was in complete like football heaven. So euphoria, just perfect euphoria for football. Yeah, hard yeah. to beat that. Yeah, no, that was that was a, a big moment for me. Um, so and a big part, I will say, I, I did luck out in my matchup here again. This was a scary team I was up against. Saquon Kamara, like Kamara's been kind of spotty. I suppose this season, that's a, a fair enough word to put on him. He's been more consistent than I think the Saints as a whole. But Jalen Hurts has been a real big breakout star this year. Um, Kelsey is a points machine. Atien, again, another uh, rookie who has just kind of broken out. And uh, the Eagles, D, Eagles have been fantastic this year. So I was super afraid of this. But a big one, uh, down with the King, Cooper Cup got injured. Yeah, big deal. Did any of yep. y'all feel the effects of that by either playing someone or having lost him? Well, you you said you had Cup, huh? Yeah, I, I, that's my biggest loss right now. <laughs> I, I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's IR. I mean, then that doesn't even mean yeah. he's going to come back and be fine. They might just bench him for the year because they're doing terrible. Right. Yeah. So that does suck. Um, yeah. how are how are you replacing him? Because the guy I had had CD lamb on his bench who went the fuck off. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. 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 No, he's, he's got someone who's going to be able to slip in just fine. I just caught him the week that like the clear number. And one he didn't play Christian down. Kirk either. This guy is insane. Yeah. It was, a, it was a rough week for him, but um, uh, back to us. Fuck this guy. Back I beat him. Us. I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, back yeah, to yeah. us. Uh, do you, Kyle, do you have anyone that's ready to step up and replace Cooper Cup on your team? Are any of the boys ready to be second in? <laughs> uh, guys on my bench, I wouldn't say so. Uh, um, I have Allen Robinson sitting there. Maybe he steps up in Cooper's mm. absence. So I'll probably try him out first. But I don't know. This, this league is so – Crazy, like listen, like we have our starting. It's just a starting lineup. Okay, this eight-team league. Yeah, it's gonna be super heavy. No, no, two quarterbacks, three running backs, four receivers, a tight end, two flexes, a defense, and a kicker. So talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel. Holy yeah. shit! Eight teams is too is too many for that. How many bench like spots? roster? How many um, bench spots? Bench spots, yeah. Six and an IR. Okay, so that's holy shit. Wow. Yeah. So that doesn't give you a lot of room for error either to like move people off and out. Like you're not stashing. You ain't stashing much, baby. And I put a claim for dude that went off, Christian Watson. Yep. Yep. I think he was. (laughs) I think he's probably going to be the number one. I don't know Rashad White if he hasn't been scooped up yet in most leagues. Uh, You kind of mentioned him earlier as uh, the four net backup. I guess I, we can go ahead and seamlessly drift into the next little segment I have here. Um, I guess we'll back up just a second. Uh, how do we feel about the Josh Allen injury? Do any of y'all have Josh Allen? No, but it sucks for that young man. They're yeah. doing so good. Yeah, the Bills were really coming into their own, and so this is kind of a bummer. I mean, I, clearly he's probably going to play through it because he's a dog, and I need him points. Uh, but yeah, what a what a buzz kill there. I kind of I, I lumped that into the Cooper Cup injury because in the leagues I did lose, it was kind of because, you know, Josh Allen, who still put up like fair number of points, wasn't putting up the 30-40 I needed. So um uh, just a shout out to Josh Allen there, real quick. Um so yeah, cu- cuffing the cuff here. Um, and I guess this will go into like waiver pickups. We were as we were talking here just now, uh Rashad White. You know, someone you should have picked up if you haven't yet. And um, Watson, the Green Bay wide receivers, since none of them can stay healthy or consistent. So is is Watson our is Watson the flavor of the week? 
He is, he is for me, like especially with Cup going down. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know the time frame on the Dubs du- Dobbs injury, and that the other like rookie wide receiver on Green Bay. Hmm. I believe so. I could be. I could be mistaken on the pronunciation. Um, but yeah, there was another breakout wide receiver for Green Bay. Uh, but Alan Lazard has been kind of playing injured. Alan Lazard has just been kind of a lame duck. Even when he's out there, he's not getting a lot of separation. He well, literally, he's injured. I mean, like, is he though? Well, who who is the who is the wide receiver be, one on Green Bay? That, well, that's been the problem all year, isn't it? Is that yes, they don't really have one. <laughs> that's the kind of the point it's of this whole segment. Is like who who do you who do you pick on this team? Who do you cut on the Green Bay team to you your don't. Aaron Rodgers? And you shouldn't have Aaron Rodgers to begin with. <laughs> no, you don't sell, 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 sell. And uh, and uh, Kansas City seems to be kind of suffering the same situation. At least they're well, winning. They're, they're <laughs> but, winning, but there's one consistent target there, and that's Kelsey. Everybody else, it's random who's going to get it, but it's Kelsey that's going to get the fair share of he eats, he gets his. Yeah. And Juju um, went down this week. Juju so went I down. Don't... He's got the concuss. He's got the the potato brain for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't oh, potato with... brain. With how how we've been playing, he's he should probably be out for two or three weeks. He's if you're struggling right now, I, you you can't rely on a potato brain right now. <laughs> and but hopefully you can get Kadarius. Um, he seems to like he was available still in a lot of leagues. So um, I think if you were already dealing with the stress of whether or not to start Juju, you can just put that right on Kadarius. <laughs> you could stress out over whether or not to start him. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, Kelsey's clearly the only thing on Kansas City other than Mahomes worth having, uh, in my opinion. Uh, at least startable purposes. It's I wouldn't want to start Juju. I'd flex him if needed to. Same with Kadarius. I don't know if I could put him in the wide receiver two. That spot. just brings it back up to my original trade of the Juju. Yeah, th- that trade's looking better and better. Um, Kyle, every week I love bringing it up. Has has Joel talked to your ear off on his trade that he made where he is he traded uh potato brains for like the number one rated quarterback right now? Oh no, I didn't hear about this. <laughs> I traded potato brain Juju Smith Schuster and Russell Wilson, who's been playing like a sack of potatoes. Wet garbage. To get to a tag of Iloa as he first attained his potato brain and then has mm. come back like the most glorious basket of French fries that has ever existed. <laughs> He's just crispy and delicious. This boy is killing it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this is in a keeper league too. So long-term Ooh. my boy, I think made one of the better trades. Um, holy shit, Miami, right? Yeah. They are that? insanely good right now. And I want to talk about something else too, about Miami, just because we're talking about them and we're on the train real quick. Uh, I also got Jeff Wilson off the waivers. So like, I dropped him in one of the leagues. I know. That I, had. I think it was this one. So I picked him up off waivers, which now it's looking like that. First off, I have him and Tyreek. So I have, Ty- I have two with Tyreek and then Jeff Wilson. It's looking like I got to start all three of those guys every week. Um, like they're on their bye this week, but Jeff Wilson's a worthy flex player. He is. Yeah, I was going to say Jeff Wilson is like uh, I think he would be the only cons- reconsideration I would have for anything other than flex. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta because my boy Antonio Gibson is doing great and everything, but like Jeff Wilson's probably going to have a better opportunity than my boy Antonio Gibson. And as much as I love Derrick Henry, he's been the biggest disappointment of all my running backs because Josh Jacobs looks like the truth, <laughs> even though their team sucks ass. So yeah. Yeah, well, that was a good get for you. Um, I was able to scoop Justin Fields in our league, so that that was kind of my big pickup. Yeah. Did you have any big waiver pickups you've made this this year that you know shocked the world with how they've broken out? <clears throat> trying to think. Um, it's hard to keep track with all these leagues. <laughs> Yeah. No, I feel well, like I guess it, the one that's most important to you. If you honestly, you could just name a breakout player that has been there this year and just like I would be like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I know. I'm just... <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Old okay. two attack of Iloas. I thought I made like a smart move and like scooping up James Robinson. You know, we'll see. The, the the whole Baltimore running back thing has been confusing because I drafted yeah, I J.K. Know. Dobbins. I picked up Kenyon Drake. I picked I my, up the other dude, Latavius. Like, like, my biggest one has been uh, Dallas Goder. Oh, Dallas is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now he's doubtful, but yeah, <laughs> yep. another tight end. Went down. <laughs> Convenient timing on that one. <laughs> but he's been very good. Uh, yeah. He's been one of those B-plus tight ends every week that you really look for a nice, comfortable I floor of them. Dante Foreman's a good one. That, Deontay like, Foreman is good. He is yeah, good. until uh, Chubba, Chubba Hubbard uh, comes into his own, which doesn't look like it's probably going to happen. Um, it, it seems like Foreman's the guy to have over there. If you're going to have any. If you're going to have anyone. Right. Yeah, there's, been, there's nothing great over there. there in, in Shout out Ramondre Stevenson, too. I picked him up. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I love Ramondre. Yeah, aside from the name being badass, um, the Harris injury, Harris going down really opened the door for him. I'm happy for the dude. And Joel and I were talking about it previously. It's so damn weird to have like a bell cow running back on the Patriots. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Literally, Uh, I can't name one in the entire time there was like in the Bill Belichick era that there was one. We're doing. Oh, there you go. That's been a long time. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> long time. Yeah, I, I could. I, That's like a decade. It would. It would take the guy who has been playing closer to two decades to remember it. To time remember that. that that took place. So there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of other teams that have drifted away from the bell cow running back to only potentially return back to it through their rookies. Uh, let's talk about some of those. And this kind of goes back into cuffing a cuff. Clyde Edwards Hilaire was again, a preseason early season must have on your team. Well, I don't say must have, but like, if you're forced to take him, you were going to take him. but it seems like they're now splitting usage in Kansas city with Pacheco. Mm. Do you, do you do anything with either of those? Well, Pacheco am... doesn't get any targets. Zero. Like, does not, is not involved in the passing game. So he's if a... you want that, like, I mean, that's the, the risky role with like a Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry at least is the bell cow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anything to do with that backfield personally. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm stashing Pacheco. That's what I'm doing. Um, some people are even dropping Claude Edwards. Um, how about you, Kyle? Yeah, I actually made a trade for Clyde Edwards earlier in the year and now I'm regretting it. Um <laughs> what'd you give up for? Uh who did I give up? I think I gave up well he was part of it. That was a big, big like three team package. Oh, or a three nice. player package. Um I did give up Kyler Murray. Um but it was to get and like this sounds so stupid now, but um <laughs> Makes Najee sense. Harris and Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I had oh. terrible running backs and that has not worked out. At no, all. I'm so sorry. Oh, pure well, implosion. To, to, <laughs> to this point, like you could potentially have gotten their their backup now replacements yeah. off the waiver. Um, yeah. uh, that seamlessly goes into my Najee comment, uh, or not comment, but the cuffing. Cuff, not yeah, Najee has been on a downtrend. My ADP thing that we keep up, we'll, we might even skip it today. I'm gonna pull it up and take a quick look here in a minute. But um, Najee is on the way down, and Warren was just readily available in like every league. Like, I dropped even, him because like he just had three points up until like week eight, and I was like, this yeah. guy never gonna get the ball. Now he's on the up and up. I don't know. Yeah, so did you were you able to scoop any of the backups at, at least? Nope, I was not. <laughs> it, it's like like I said, this it's that league with the crazy roster. Like Oh yeah, your your triple flex league. Yeah, that's I mean my, my running backs aren't too bad in that league, but like to make that trade and it just flame out, out pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough chew. What did then, you get in return for Kyler Murray? Um, I gave up. Yeah, I gave up Kyler Murray. Oh, and Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Um, Najee, 
Clyde Edward Lair and um, Mike Evans. All right. So in my in your brain, the thought process is I give up a first rounder and a basically a second rounder. If you that's how you draft a tight end and a quarterback and get two first rounders in the second round. I I see the logic. Just man, that sucks. And like well, my running back room was so bad. I was just like, I need something. Like Dang. so give quarterback and, and lots of tight end points, but Damn, that sucks that you rolled the dice on on those guys. I mean, hindsight's always like, you know, 2020, but yeah, man, I guess at the time I could see that trade being like a reasonable thing. You know, if you needed some running backs, I can't say like I wouldn't have made that too. Like that that seems reasonable. But yeah, like now it's like, damn, ah, that's right. like two of getting a concussion right after you get him yeah. trade for right him. after you trade for him. Ah, I got a great no for for a week there. We were I was kind of like almost ready to give Joel shit on that. I was kind of like, uh, you know, there's always next season, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that too is ball. You traded him for Ballin'. a keeper, you know. Two you're, a gonna, time. you're gonna be stuck with Tua for years. Can't wait. Getting that jersey, baby. Um, Two a time. Another interesting running back situation I'm struggling and not enjoying living through is the Gibson to Robinson transition. Um, I am enjoying living through this transition because I knew Robinson was going to not be as good. He did all right his last game. I mean, he had a really good game his last game. But like uh, back to the overall point that we made at the beginning, it's just been so spotty. Like it's going to be a game where Gibson like gets 30 points and then it'll be a game where like Robinson gets 30 points and then the other's going to get two. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, let's see. Last week against Philly, they gave Gibson 14 touches. And then the week before was 11, and before that was 7 and 10. So he had only – the only other time he gotten 14 touches was the first two weeks of the season where he blew up. So all the other ones, it's less than 14. So you can't really bank on that. You're right. You're not wrong. And then the Robinson part of it's less. It's like 10 or, or maybe 12 as well, but he's not doing as much because he's not involved in the passing game. Yeah. It's just – it's a tough chew out there. You know, you, you hear about a dude who gets shot. And you're like, man, what a badass. This guy's going to fucking eat it up on the field. You know what? We need to get the medical staff that got Brian Robinson like into the NFL. Those are the real stars here. <laughs> no doubt. Like Michael Thomas has like a, 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 a boo-booed toe and fucking stubs his toe is can't play for three seasons going on three seasons now. And this yeah. dude gets shot. Twice, I think. He's back two weeks later. Like I'm back. Like, it's like, <laughs> and it's like a, a a a bell cow, not a bell cow, but like a you know your your three down running back guy. You know, you're he's a running back. God damn it! You know, he's not a pass catching back. Um. So yeah, what a what an interesting situation. I'm. I mean, I'm happy for the kid. I'm glad he's like. I'm glad he can just play. <laughs> like God, he got shot. Um. But yeah, that's that's been frustrating because I own Gibson and Robinson in multiple leagues, and I just kind of just I don't know what to do with them. I like I feel like I'm I'm stuck starting one of them as my RB two, and it's been a pain in the ass. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, glad you guys agree. <laughs> I mean, I I do. I I mean, like I like Robinson. He's gonna be good in like the next two to three years, he's not going to be good this year as far as like what you want for fantasy purposes. So it is tough. And I'm sorry. Yeah. It's in the keeper league that we have, it's going to be a struggle for me to determine whether or not I want to keep him. I Um, probably wouldn't. I don't think I would either. I'm going to have to just make an assessment. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of, I got a lot of good running backs. And you have Ramondre and Kenneth Walker. I got Kenneth Walker, Ramondre, dude. I got all the good. I got Rashad White in that league. I got all the running backs in that league. Yeah. Yeah. I positioned myself well. Uh, I knew, I knew the inevitable failure of the first string running backs would be an issue. So I, I stocked up on the secondary guys. Smart. Um, so. I guess we can go ahead and jump into the ADP thing just because, you know, we're still talking about players. Um, Kyle, just to catch you up to speed, I have been poorly trying to keep up with a value of confidence compared to original ADP. So it's like a week by week where the experts ranking them confidence wise on, you know, the top 25 rankings compared mm-hmm. to where they were ADP. Now come to find out there's already like professional sites out there that keep like a better measure of the statistic. <laughs> 
and I'm kind of <laughs> just I'm just kind of doing it in vain. But I, but I have fun with it. Um, so yeah, uh, this is just kind of where we're at now. Um, the biggest, and I I don't want to go through every player. Uh, that's just kind of rambling and like just naming names, and you know we don't have time for that, and that's boring. But I do want to pick out some players that uh, really stand out to me, at, at least in relation to their current confidence compared to their original ADP. Uh, the first one is finally Jonathan Taylor. He is he was below 100 in the last uh, projection. Ew. He was ranked 123, and he jumped back up to 12. <laughs> what a fucking hard jump back up. I don't know if that's justified, but like to see him back even pushing into the top 10 is a big jump. What what do you think? You think it's just a, a, a blooper that that last game was? Is he going to be able to live up to his original expectations? I don't, I don't think he's going to go back up to his original expectations, but I still think like, he, I don't think it was a, a fluke. Like he'll be used better. I think as the year goes on, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my hopes like too high as like, you know, live up to number one pick expectations, but I think it'll be solid. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful that he'll be at least able to fill in an RB two spot for me. Um, If he can give me a floor of like 15, I'd be very happy with that. Right. I think that's, reasonable hell given, yeah for your running given back, what we've gone through with points? this oh with my god please yeah. love a consistent 15 points from somebody every week yeah uh so cmc still hovering you know in his top 10 austin eckler same derrick henry dalvin cook uh went up a little bit to 18 cooper cup entry off obviously left him off Najee harris continues to slip and slide down let's see uh, DeAndre Swift, and I guess we already kind of mentioned him. He just continues to slip and slide down that the whole, confidence rank. Uh, that's another situation exactly like Washington's. You know, like Jamal Williams is going to be out there 14 carries a game, which is mm. eating into DeAndre Swift's stuff. But DeAndre Swift, they've just basically like not included. It's a really weird situation that's going on. Do you think there. he's playing yeah. maybe injured there and like they're just playing safe with him? Because yeah, he was he, he was breakout at the beginning of the year. Allegedly, he wants to play, and they just won't play him. And Jamal Williams is playing well enough that he deserves some carries. I'm not going to try to negate what he's doing at all because mm-hmm. he's he getting in the end zone. Uh, exactly, he's scoring. You know, like you, that's what you need. So uh, I, I don't know. DeAndre Swift has been a disappointment. Yeah. Um, Saquon Barkley continues to be the pick of the year ADP wise. He is. Definitely in the top three players. He's been that way for several weeks now. And you probably got him in the second, maybe even third round. Hmm. Most, most people was third, sometimes fourth. Uh, let's see. Kelsey is an absolute monster. We all knew that. Debo Samuel kind of creeped up a little bit. It seems like CMC is having a positive effect on everyone. Mark Andrews, my boy, Mark Andrews is hovering right around his 23 or right about where he was drafted. Uh, with Jamar Chase being injured, it seems like T. Higgins has finally broken into the top 20 confidence. So if you drafted him in the third, fourth round, you know, he's looking pretty good now. That right? is a player I did not think was going to be good. So good for him. I, did not I knew he was going to be a good player. It was just kind of a matter of Jamar Chase eating up all them targets. Uh, and then you also have Tyler Boyd. There's just a lot of good receivers on the Bengals. I'm, I'm high on all the Bengals receivers. That's not not as Joe high Burrow. as Miami, but what? Sorry, what? That's because you love Joe Burrow, but yeah, yeah, easy to root uh, for. But the Miami receivers are the two, two best in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Scary Terry making an appearance in the top twenty-five. Finally, he's uh, outperforming his ADP by a good bit now. He had a great game last night, man. He had a great game. He had eight yes, receptions. He did. He had well over a hundred yards. He had a killer yes, game. He did. He scary helped me beat that Terry team. was scary last night. Good for him. Uh, we've already talked at great length about Josh Jacobs and how he's been just an absolute stud and great ADP Love value. Uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, the sun god, the sun he god. is just as good as if as he was at the beginning of the season, it seems like confidence-wise. He bounced back from his injury pretty well. He had that early injury, and he's bounced back pretty good. And as we've already discussed, the team around him needs to just kind of you know shape up. Let's shape up. 
Uh, Damian Harris get, uh, getting a little love there. I'm sorry. That should have been Damian Pierce, not Harris. I don't know why I had him. Pierce is on that list. Uh, Hopkins continues to be a top 10 confidence receiver and Ramondre Stevenson as well. Olave, this was one that really caught me, I guess, with um, Michael Thomas going down there. There's some room, and Olave made it into the top 25, and I just wanted to give an honorable shout-out to him because he wasn't even in the top 100 ADP that we're keeping track of. So no, he's he is... looking like he could be a rookie of the year. He's looking yeah. really good. So Our, shout our out... whole team sucks, but he's very good. Yes, so shout-out to Olave. Thank God we have you. Um, otherwise, Michael Thomas having a boo-boo toe would hurt even more. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of this weird, stupid thing I've been keeping up with that. Uh, any, any thoughts on your end? Uh, would you agree, disagree, have any points, Kyle, as far as like people who have exceeded or underperformed their ADP? Uh, one of my biggest disappointments, Darren Waller. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Was he even drafted in the top one? Yeah. So Darren Ooh, Waller was yeah. 49th, according to Fantasy Pros ADP. And yeah, man, I, I'm not even keeping track of him at this point. He keeps going yeah, on. I, IR. I like I like to name my teams after like one of my players. In one of my leagues, I had Darren Waller drafted oh, pretty no. high. What was the team yep. name? Um, To the window, to the Waller. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. Well, um, I've dropped him now at this point. I'm like so bad. Like, and I can't argue that. I mean, like, who's your who's your tight end that you replaced him with first? But um, let me go to that team real quick. It's probably like Derlick or something. Robert Tanyan, the guy from Got Green it. Bay. Got that was it. good. Yeah, but might have to go back to Waller now. <laughs> I got to pick one up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Darren Waller has been a big disappointment. I scooped him in a couple leagues uh, that he was available on the waiver and immediately dropped him as soon as the news came out that they were putting him back on IR. So I guess just a wasted move for me, but yeah, I did not draft him. Um, I overvalued the hell out of Mark Andrews this year. So I, I didn't have to worry about tight ends as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. Darren Waller was one of those for sure. Top, top three, four tight ends that just didn't even get the opportunity. Shit. Another guy that's kind of surprised me. Like I'm like, good. And is Brandon. Ike. like, he's, he's performing better than I thought. Like, and it's crazy if he was shipped, if I was shipped anywhere else, he would probably be doing even better, but he's just kind of, Buried right. behind all the talent right now in the 49ers. All right, man. Uh, well, cool. Um, well, that's kind of where we are here at the end of week 10. We're fixing to roll into week 11. Um, and this is the end of our, our show, more or less. Uh, this is where Joel and I kind of offer our actual fantasy advice, and we have a little side competition going. Uh, Kyle, you're obviously more than welcome to join in and provide any thoughts. Um, but typically what Joel and I do is I pick the kicker and Joel picks the defense stream of the week. Um, they typically have to be, you know, under 50% rostered in the leagues, you know, our, our waiver picks of the week for those two positions. And then we obviously have a little bit of a credibility meter there. And then we also do just a general elimination pick them where we pick a winning team each week. Um, that's pretty straightforward and we can't repeat a pick. So, uh, we're pretty close. Actually, we're we're neck and neck across the board, it seems. So we'll, we'll go ahead and jump into that. So last week for our defensive and kicker picks, uh, and I wanted to talk to you, Joel, and it seems like you've already updated the 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 score here because um, yeah, you I, know, I want to discuss really. it with you. I, th- I think both of us performed well. I picked Gano and you picked the Giants, and I think Gano kicked one point under his projection and the Giants he did put really up well. seven points, which yeah. is what that's fine for a kicker. And the yeah. Giants, I had believe had 10 points for a defense. Absolutely. That's a win. So, yeah. So I, I wanted to confer with you that you, you would agree that both of us get a, a point for that, right? Yes. I would. Yeah. I'm, I'm if, to me, if a kicker hits his, if he hits seven points as a kicker, that's like the, the minimum you need to hit. 
Cause that means you hit like three extra points and maybe one long field goal or four extra points in a field goal, like mm-hmm. somewhere in there, depending on how your kickers are scored. Cause some of them are based off just yardage, you know, like where you can get, Oh, he had two good long kicks. I got seven points. That's that makes me happy. I agree. You should get a W for that. And one. with defense, you know, I, we've talked about it just hitting projection. I think is, is you got to hit. Yeah. Um, Kyle, how do you, do you feel those are, are fair metrics for judging a, a, a good pick, right? For a streaming yeah. good pick for the week. Yeah. All right, cool. So as I said last week, Joel and I were all in on New York, and it paid off, uh, at least for our picks. Did the Giants win? I cannot remember. I honestly couldn't tell you. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they won. All right, so that brings us both to 7 out of 10 on our credibility meter. 70% of the time, we know what the fuck we're talking about. 70% of good. the time. Uh, there's a small asterisk by my name. We won't get into that today. Uh, but for week 11, going into week 11, my pick, my kicker pick streaming, he was available in, I believe, around 45%, or he was only rostered in 45%, so, um, is Matt Gay, Los Angeles Rams kicker. Um, I think without Cup, they're going to have a little bit more of a challenge moving that ball, so they might be relying on a kicker a little bit more. And as you know, I like to bet against teams that give up points to the kickers and they are playing new Orleans who is 31st against the kick. It's so, funny because last year your trend was just always picking Justin Tucker as the kicker. Like as a yeah, joke. no, well, that's year, money. Your trend is always picking the kicker against who plays the against the saints. It's just hysterical <laughs> that that's the trade. Like, yeah, Saints sucks. So the kicker is going to get some points. Listen, brother, the numbers don't lie. I'm a statistical <laughs> genius. I have my, I get a 70% of the time I'm right. And like, I love I, it. I love when it. I was picking Justin Tucker. I was hundred percent right all the time. That's right. What, that's right. Yeah. Say what though against the Saints, they held the best kicker in the league to zero fantasy points. Mm. Um, uh, Carlson with the Raiders didn't get yeah. shit. All right, sure. well we're gonna we actually had a whole that. episode about that. <laughs> yeah, because like that was like a big blow up week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, that was, Thank you, that was a, a that. happy one. Thank you. That was a happy day for us <laughs> to, to make sure he understands. He's only right seventy percent of the time, not one hundred percent of the time. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I figured that was a good pick. Uh, they'll, they'll be in a dome, so we're we're, we're good there. Um, I think I'm pretty good with that pick. Uh, this for week eleven, I'm going gay. All right, <laughs> it's going gay this week. I I'm going like gay it this week, man going real gay uh well for me this week uh i'm doing i gotta go with the minnesota vikings the minnesota vikings are playing against dallas uh they have intercepted the ball um all but two games this season they've intercepted the ball at least twice uh they sack the quarterback at an alarmingly high rate in these games that they have taken picks from people they have intercepted josh allen twice Kyler Murray twice, Tua Tagovailoa twice, Jalen Hurts once, Aaron Rodgers once. They're absolutely going to pick off Dak Prescott. They're, Patrick Peterson will absolutely snag one to two of those from Dak Prescott. They are just putting absolute pressure on everybody. And they're even if teams are scoring against them, like last week against Buffalo, Buffalo scored 30 points against them. Their defense still had 10 points. Their defense is doing some freaking work. So I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings defense this week uh, against Dallas to destroy them. All right. So we got Gay and the Vikings locked in. It's also in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. So I didn't like even that, realize that Peterson was on the Vikings defense. Yeah, Patrick Peterson <laughs> is on the defense, which is, you know, that is does say, you know, surprise. Um, also, they're only rostered in 23% of leagues. So, like, you should be able to pick them up in a lot of leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this is their week to eat. Those guys are a Same sneaky, pick. a sneaky, what is it, nine, eight and one, nine and one in the league? Yeah. Eight well, and one. I, I always appreciate your analysis on the defense. Um, Kyle, not to put you on the spot or anything, and you can just say pass if you want. Do you have a kicker or defense? Um, For kicker, I actually like Brett Mayer with Dallas. Against my defense. I, oh, I like it. Some controversy. Well, you know, like you said. They, they do let up points, like, even though they have all those turnovers. So they still allow teams to score. But, you know, I think with the Cowboys, you know, up and down offense, I think uh, field goals is the best they can hope for. Heard so that. 
like Dallas's kicker. And he's only rostered on like 35% of the league, so he should be available. My boy Brett. Right, I'm a I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down. And I know you, boy, you might Brent. not be around, uh Kyle. Oh, he'll but, listen. He'll tune yeah. in next week. Kyle. <laughs> so Maher. I like it. And then, right. do you have a do you have a defense at all, or did you just go with the kicker? No, nah, I'm just gonna stick with the kicker right now. I like it. That's cool. That's, That's cool. I like that. Picking the defense sucks. It's it's always such a gamble. Right. You never know. Solid analysis, though. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I put some work into that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit easier for the kicker uh, side. It's it's really just a crapshoot, and I'm just going to – again, I'm picking against the Saints at this point. <laughs> it's behooved you so far this season. Hey, so keep it, it up. worked. Again, like that little asterisk was completely because of the Saints. I should be at eight. I should be at eight out of ten. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we gave you that one with the asterisk. No, no, no. I I kept it below. Oh, that's right. Because of the asterisk. That's right. And that's, I I wanted the asterisk. I'll say I'll take it, but I want an asterisk by the L. That's right. Okay. All right. So um, those are our defense and kicker picks. Let's see. We got Matt Gay, me, uh, got Kyle with Mar, and Joel gave us a defense pick of the Vikings. So we will be back next week to check in on how we did. Um, and now we go into the last little segment here is this is just our elimination pick game where we pick a team to win or, or lose. Uh, well, we pick them to win. We want them to win, but the, the options are they win or lose. You know what? You get it. Uh, We're picking winners. That's yeah. the goal. We try to pick winners. And once again, Joel and I are neck and neck. We are both five and two. We started this one a little late, so please uh, uh, forgive us for being three games absent off the beginning of the season but um yeah this is for a, a jersey correct joel jersey, we're doing this for a, a jersey prize whoever wins this what if we tie do we just buy a jersey for I each other i think we just buy a jersey for each other that we shake hands and, okay. and that, that's that yeah that'd be fine yeah either way but okay. yeah the, the whole point is that ideally the winner gets the jersey of their choice the loser gets the choice of the winner's jersey, like the winner will choose the, the loser's jersey. So um, if I win, like I, you know, will want somebody good and then I will give Brian somebody ridiculous. Um, you know, like here's a Mark Sanchez jersey or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just says butt fumble on the back yeah, of it. Butt fumble himself. Uh, you know, so, uh, but yeah, so anyway, we do that every week. Uh, right now we are tied uh, each five and two. Last week we both lost. Uh, I picked the Seahawks. He picked the Saints. We both lost. Uh, it was a tough chew for everybody. I I did pick the Seahawks against your Bucks and they imploded right there at the end. So we uh, we have Never new bet picks against this Tom week. Brady, man. Never yeah, bet against Tom Brady. You can't do it. Especially uh, international. Yeah, especially international. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he. he, I saw that interesting statistic, and it's not a statistic. It was just one of those points of facts where Tom Brady is like the only NFL quarterback to have won a game in like four different countries. Yeah, Yeah, Mexico, (laughs) England, and Germany, and America. But so this week, I'm going to go. Just I'll start it off. I'm going with uh, the. The Baltimore Ravens are playing Carolina at home off a bye. This should be an easy victory. I'm going with the Ravens. Nice Ravens. Uh, so I forgot there for a second. I've made my pick earlier in the day, but uh, the Bears are my pick of the week, and they are playing the Falcons. The Falcons are just coming off a win, I believe. I don't think that's going to last. There ain't going to be a win streak in Atlanta, a win sh- winning streak in Atlanta. So my pick is the Bears. Um, right. They're an ascending team. It seems like Justin Fields is finally getting his feet beneath him. That dude's running quite literally crazy yards like more than michael vick ran he's crazy he's lamar he's lamar jackson it is fantastic had a baby it's just both of them it's crazy yeah i i wish we would have talked about him more on this podcast but he has definitely been one of those saving grace pickups um i have him in one of my leagues behind justin herbert and i think justin herbert's another one of those super disappointing players who we got drafted high has just been absolute dog shit but uh thank god i was able to scoop up fields yes thank god Very shout good. out to everyone who else who did the same yes um kyle do you have a pick this week i mean uh the challenge i guess resides in not being able to pick the team again but We'll give you a break, so you can pick any team. <laughs> pick a team you think yeah. is just going to win this week. 
You could go undefeated technically in this season. <laughs> I guess technically, right? Um, I mean, then if I'm open to everything, then I'm going to go with the Eagles over the Colts. Oh, well, gonna, yeah. Ooh. I like it. Ooh, Good call. You're going to you're going to be suffering from a case of the Saturdays next week, baby. Hey. <laughs> Lock it in. Kyle goes right, with the cool. Philadelphia Eagles. So we got Brian Bears, Joel Ravens, Kyle Eagles. Lock it in. Lock it. All right. Well, uh, that is the uh, end of our show. This is uh, at at the end. I'm, I'm struggling for words here. We're, we're out of time. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Joel, do you have anything really else to say? No, I'm great. I'm happy to see my brother over there in the chat room over there talking some ish. I love it. Yeah, Thanks, Raiders bro, Raiders man. defense number one this week. Get yeah. out of here. I like that he said my Vikings is top tier pick because you're damn right it is. But yeah. <laughs> but Raiders, I don't know about that. But you never know. Um, Kyle, do you have anything you would like to promote, push, say, final thoughts, anything fantasy? <laughs> No, you want to uh, shit talk an opponent on air live to be heard around the world in a podcast? No, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. All but right. nah, appreciate y'all having me on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Thank you for uh, coming on with us. Good luck in all your fantasy leagues and good luck to you listeners and all of your fantasy leagues, unless you're playing against me. Mm, or me. <laughs> No, you can do well against Joel, especially if you're in the league we're in together. All right, this has been the the Sunken City Fantasy Project podcast on No Sports. You can follow us at No Sports on pretty much any social media platform. And as always, we stream live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. until the end of the football, I guess the fantasy season where we're not going to be going into the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, and that's it. Who 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 is that? Who who that? I don't know who that is anymore. Put my bag back over my head. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time, team. Thanks.